Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T, and today we're talking pizza. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. All right, so today we're here with a special guest. One of my boys is here. He lives in the area. We met down in Atlanta, but before that, I'm going to make sure that I tell you to follow the show wherever you're listening to this Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you at, I'm there. Hit the follow or subscribe button there. Follow our social medias, YFLF Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Also, check out the recipes on the show and donate on yourfoodlooksfunny.com. All right, so like I said, we got another special guest here, my boy, Mike. Mike, say hello to everybody. What up, dude? All right. What's going on with you, man? Not much. Not much. We're about to talk some pizza. Mike is from Detroit. Let let him know about your pizza, Mike. Oh, man. You know, Detroit. So it's funny because I think I was going to order some pizza for the fam today and uh, probably get one of those Pizza Hut Detroit style pizzas again. So uh, just, you know, it's all about the crust for me. You said you said again. Uh, so um, I saw this advertised the other day. So you've had one already? Yeah, I did. Okay, so I don't remember the last time I've had Pizza Hut. And uh, how was it? Let me let me ask you that first. Uh, it was pretty decent. Um, I think it probably would have been better, like, fresh to the table. Mm-hmm. But uh, the delivery did take a little bit longer than expected. But overall, I mean, the crust, like, I'm a crust guy, you know. And um, I can't really do the thin crust. I won't eat it if it's thin. So uh, the crust was perfect, had the right amount of sauce, and um, pretty good to me. Okay. So com- in comparison to some other franchises that do a Detroit style, like a Little Caesars or a Jets, how how we talking? Where, where's my rating? Uh, I give it a six, seven, uh, just because Jets, when it comes to Detroit style, Jets, just, they they have it. They, they, they perfect it. Uh, even locally, like Bob's Pizza, it's in like my hood, you know, where I'm from, a uh, little local pizza five blocks away from the house. I mean, you can get the little dollar slices from them. And it was just a one like you get out of school, you run up to Bob's Palace, get you a couple of slices. Perfect. All right. We, we made reference to Jets Pizza there. It, it's, it's a chain and I had never heard of it until he mentioned it when we moved down in Atlanta, if you've never heard of Jets Pizza and you look it up and you have one locally, make sure you give them a try, especially if you like Detroit style. Um, I love it. And I could probably OD on it. So you got Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I was shocked when when I moved to Atlanta. Like I moved a lot. And uh and I was in Atlanta, I was just looking at pizza, Google. I said Jets. I said, oh heck no, they ain't got no jets over here. <laughs> so so I like clicked on the link, like I be doggone jazz pizza. Boom. Sign me up right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you mentioned it to me, but our um our apartment complex like gave it out as a freebie one day. They had like a stack of twenty five in the leasing office and they were like, Yeah, come get your free pizza. So when I got there, I saw a bunch of these green boxes and it was jets. I was like, okay, well, let me take one. It was like, oh, grab a couple. I mean, full-size pizzas. They was giving out full-size pepperoni, Detroit-style deep-dish pizzas. 
and them things was banging. I almost went back. When I went back, they was all gone. I was like, well, I'm glad I got here early. Yeah, I would have took two or three and dared somebody to say something to me. <laughs> <laughs> Straight bully mode. <laughs> I'm a, believe it or not, <clears throat> what is it? Peace of Poplars. When I lived in North Carolina, they had a Detroit style. That joint was banging too. Hmm. For real. They no longer carry it, but it was amazing as well. Was it a chain or was it just like a solo place? Uh, I'm sorry. I said piece of possibilist. That's another piece of joint in Detroit. But what's the uh, what's the one that Shaq franchised with? Papa John's. Them. They had a deep dish Detroit style square. Did they? And it was good. Wow. I'm sure they're gonna bring it back now. The Pizza Hut got one. I mean, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if it was just one of those things that they was just running with. I mean, this was a long time ago, probably like six, seven years ago. I mean, Detroit style pizza is a trendy thing now, though. Like you see DiGiorno making them in the in the frozen food section. Pizza Hut, when Pizza Hut get anything, people are going to steal it. Yeah, I mean, we all know it's it's always a money grab out there somewhere. If something's hot, it's always good to jump on while it's hot and then jump off. Almost had one of those jump back on my couch moments when I saw Papa John's had a stuffed crust pizza. I'm like, what are y'all doing with a stuffed crust pizza? <laughs> it's been one place making stuffed crust pizza basically for my entire life, and that's Pizza Hut. Now y'all suddenly want to get one? Right. That's facts there. Speaking of Papa John's, uh, did you see the news about, I know this ain't directly pizza related, but it's pizza guy related. So Papa John uh, came out and had a statement on some kind of interview talking about it took him 20 months and he's working on getting the N-word out of his vocabulary. <laughs> I could I could believe it. 20 months, you know? man. Like, I could believe it. Like, I mean, like, you'd be surprised what happened. These back doors, you know what I'm saying? Behind closed doors. Like, I could just imagine. I mean, I, and I'm sure it just rolled off the tongues just so freely. Exactly. You know, like when you when you say the N-word, you know, and it's a habit. It rolls. Man. It rolls for real. Like it's like shooting the dice. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when I saw this, I was like 20 months, huh? I was like, it was hardly ingrained in the old vocabulary if you still working on it after a year and a half. Like I would have loved to hear that interview though. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll see if I can send you a video after we get off of this because it's uh he looked like one of those crooked politicians who was trying to, you know, explain away why they need to be you know, in back in office, like, no, it's okay. You can stay away. That's like, that's like the little boondocks episode with the teacher, with the N word. You ever seen that joint? With the teacher? Yeah. I think the boondocks did a spinoff. It was like a real deal where um, the teacher called the student the N word. And then the teacher's like, what? Well, they always saying it. Oh and yeah, 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 kept, yeah. I remember. And let me borrow the fry. Right, you know yeah, what that's what it was. That's what. It was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Riley Man. with the fries. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like, how do you borrow the fry? Like, yes. Yeah. Was, <laughs> hey, that joint is like that. Yes. It come out easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this guy. And uh, that was one of those conversations I was having with my wife about. Um, you know, she's building her business just like we both are and trying to separate your business from yourself. So you are you, but your business should be a separate thing. Your business shouldn't have to have you with it in order to run. 
and that's the level that he's gotten to. But along with that, now that he's had so much controversy behind him, basically his own board just forced him to step away. And then Shaq takes over their branding, and now their pizza's booming again. Uh, I mean, but sometimes that sells. Yeah. You know, we all know controversy sells. So that might have been his whole gimmick, you know, all along, you know, and it, and it worked for him, you know. So, I mean, like if you find something, even though – it might be bad or wrong. It works. It sells, and you really, and you really separated your feelings mm. versus business. You know, I could see it happening. It happens all the time. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, it's uh, it's the same way when people feel certain ways about certain musicians, like the R. Kelly's, the Kanye's, but they continue to listen to their music. Like it's separating the person from the actual music itself. Um, but like it, it just all depends on how you're taking it. And Papa John is like if you if you're that offended by it, I mean you can just stop eating this pizza. Right. That that is for sure. Cause if he hit one of these better ingredients, better pizzas, and then drop an N-word right after it, you're gonna be like, uh, do I right. really want to spend twenty dollars after he said that? Right. Yeah. And on a lighter note, let's move to some different franchises. So I know we're both into uh into buying stocks and equities and stuff. The one, what I didn't realize, first of all, Pizza Hut is owned by like a collective group, right? Like the same people. Right. That, right okay. But Domino's is a single thing. Yeah. I didn't realize it was worth so much. Yeah, I got them. Yeah, I, I had to get money and all. Because uh, I was looking at them for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they do some work with schools and stuff. Ah, okay. And I think that's the reason why they might be so popular. Once you get into the schools and the schools have them often, then it's like second nature for them to, that's what they want. Okay. So I think they find their little niche being in the schools and then it just worked for them. Like my house is a division, like my wife and the kids, they like uh, dominoes, but I, it was big in their country. You know, me, I prefer Pizza Hut. I grew up on Pizza Hut all my life. So it forced me to get stock in both, you know, <laughs> Because, you know, sometimes I have to, you know, make the girls, the ladies happy, you know, in the household. But then I also want to get what I really like as well. Like, I, I could eat Domino's Pizza, but I hate their wings. I don't like most pizza places' wings. How would you, uh, if, if we were to put them in order, so Pizza Hut, Papa John's, and Domino's, how would you put them in order? Uh, Definitely Pizza at first. For me... Like, as soon as I place the order online, I automatically call. And then as soon as they answer the phone, I say, hey, this Mike. Oh, yeah, we got your wings. We know you want them crispy, <laughs> this, that, and the third. Like, no, nah, man. Like, I'm not paying for something that to your liking. If I'm paying for something, let me, I, if I want it crispy, I want it crispy. No matter how long, you got to put them back in the fryer or the oven. Right. But, uh, yeah, definitely Pizza Hut. Um, maybe Domino's next. I never had Papa John's wings, so but uh, definitely pizza. I mean, they they have the uh, they call it chicken, chicken spot, chicken street, whatever they call it. Oh yeah, Wing Street, Wing Street. Yeah. So yeah, definitely them. Yeah, I haven't had like I said, I haven't had Pizza Hut in a long time. Somebody might have had it at like a small gathering or something, just off to the side, and I might have had a slice, but just ordering it, nah. But Papa John's is a regular around here. Um, 
their wings. I just I don't like that they you know they put the wings through the the oven or whatever yeah. the pizza oven. They just never come out right. But they do have this one flavor. It's like a garlic parmesan or something that's really good. But uh, that's really good in terms of a pizza wing place, I guess, not Wingstop or something like that. Yeah. See, I think what Pizza Hut problem was uh, even back home uh, in Detroit, they really don't deliver a lot. Okay. So for them delivering, you know, it's it's a little bit tougher. You know, even though the Pizza Hut near me is a few miles away, but they still deliver to our area. So and. I think that's their biggest problem. They don't deliver everywhere, so it makes it hard for people to really to get. Uh, pizza. Okay, let's talk delivery. So delivery versus actually going to carry out stuff. So essentially, it's still traveling the same distance minus whatever few stops that the delivery person has to go. But on these routes, I feel like the people that deliver to our building also get lost in transition, just trying to make it up to our apartment which delays the process even more. Mm. And it makes it super frustrating because I want my pizza with the still, like the commercial string effect when you pull it up and right. the cheese do. And that don't happen when you waiting on an hour delivery, right? which is some of the worst. So not only did I just pay you extra to deliver it, it's like work. I mean, it's like ordering hotel food. You paying for them to walk it up to your room. Right. I mean, we, we just in a, a lifestyle of convenience now, you know, um, back home and I keep reference back home to Detroit because that's pizza is real big back home and you couldn't really get delivery in the city only in the suburbs so you had no other choice but to go pick it up okay it's just more convenient now uh either having it delivered immediately or scheduling it later uh it's just the convenience plus now with the pandemic you know it's even more better you know, so you kind of you kind of know what you're going to get when you get a delivery versus going to pick it up. Mm -hmm. So let me let me tell you a funny story about that. And I'm glad we got the camera on. I'm hope, hoping I can post these videos, but you know, my faces. Right. So <laughs> order delivery. <laughs> we ordered delivery one time. Right. And they tell you they have this contactless delivery now. Right. So the guy's supposed to come up to our apartment, drop the pizza off on the doormat, take a step back. And let me pick it up and walk away, right? So he knocks on the door. I'm expecting the pizza to be on the mat. He's standing there with his mask down on his chin, looking at me with the pizza in his hand, and I just look at him. Yeah. I've seen that look. Right. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just I'm just like, I don't even want to have to say, are you going to put it down? And he was just looking at me. He's like, is this the right apartment? I'm like, <laughs> I was like, that. yeah, that's my pizza. I was like, I thought the thing said contactless. He's like, oh, 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 oh. It's one of those. See, Go ahead. It's funny because I guess I'm the opposite. First time I had the contactless. Like, that joint was on the floor, on the mat. <laughs> so I'm like, no, you can't, you can't find no better way just sitting it right on the floor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so for me, I'm like, like, dog, you just put my joint on the floor. Like what's up with that? Like, but for you, you would rather it be on the floor, you know. So it's like to each his own, right? You know, it's like which way? Like for me, I look at it as like this inward. <laughs> 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 so 
I don't know. The first time I seen it, man, I, I called a piece of her right back. I said, man, they had my joint on the floor, man, on the ground. What's up with that? Well, you put, I said, man, you couldn't put it in a plastic bag. <laughs> box right there on the floor. I said, you, PG. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I had one of them Tony Stark moments. I don't like people handing me things. Just uh, sit that there, please. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it. I think it need to be a little better way. Like I, I like just putting the box on the on the ground. It's in a box, man. Stop being bougie. Come on, cuz. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like point taken. It's in the box. Stop being bougie. <laughs> he not touching your pizza, man. Come on, man. You can't pick and choose. Hey, man. but he he touched the box though. I don't want an accidental hand touch in the middle of the pizza handoff. He touched the box no matter if he put it on the ground or not. Hey, Still, but he again, touched, I'm divorced. He got to take it out the little warmer joint. I'm avoiding direct contact, and he's keeping a six-foot distance away. See, this, hey, see, this is every time me and Marcus talk, we always have some type of debate <laughs> back and forth. That don't even be necessary, man. He always want to win, man. You're right. This, you're right. Okay. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Right. You just got to make them submit sometimes. Uh, let's let's talk toppings. So, what, okay. what what's your favorite kind of topping combinations for your pizza? Either I'm a supreme, or just give me all the meats: pepperoni, Italian sausage, ham, bacon, ground beef. You know, you you name it. I got you. Like the onions, the peppers, the mushrooms, black olives. You know, I'm fine with it. I was with you until you said something about mushrooms and olives. I'm not eating that. I can't do it. I can't do it. I've talked about this before on the show. On the show, I'm traumatized from my brother used to order. Uh, did y'all have East of Chicago pizza up there? Yeah, that's Pizza Populous. We got Chicago style. Okay, so we we had uh, East uh, this place called East of Chicago uh, pizza. And my brother used to order it, and he would always get mushrooms on it. And... If mushrooms were on it, even if you picked it off, you still know they were there. I don't even know if it was the taste or it was just that the fact that I had to pick them off. I didn't want it anymore. It was like I had to be in desperation mode in order to eat this pizza. This guy sound like I'm a vegetarian, but I take a pepperoni pizza and I'm going to pick off the pepperoni. That's what you sound like. No, right I didn't now. say I was vegetarian. But I'm just saying that's the same scenario. No, it's like, not. I've seen vegetarians say, I'm a vegetarian, but I'm going to take this pepperoni pizza and I'm going to take off the pepperoni with all that oil from the pepper. Look, man, don't equate me to those troublesome hotel uh, diners that you be dealing with. Okay. This is not the same. This is a 10 year old who's traumatized by his older brother putting mushrooms on the pizza, even though he knows he don't like them and I got to eat somehow. I wasn't cooking for myself at this point. So you're my only source of food when mom ain't in the house. Gotcha. This is where we at with this. So but between that and, and again, he didn't cook that much. Now I do the cooking for him. He didn't cook for me back then unless it was baked chicken and Velveeta. And Velveeta. Yeah, man. The Velveeta rotini with cheese and the broccoli, man, of things were hidden. Mm. But the mushroom pizza? Nah. Let's go ahead and take a trip to Lee's Chicken so I can get this right. But yeah, I'm with you on the all meats. Uh, I feel like it's hard to mess up an all meat pizza. I've seen people put too many meats on a pizza before. Like five is about my limit. I'm normally good at three or four. 
because I feel like I'm doing my heart a disservice by eating any more than four. Yeah, you definitely don't want that. Uh, the more toppings you put on there, that the soggy the crust gonna get. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You ever? Uh, let let let's talk some uh some not so familiar chains, but people should be familiar with them anyway. So, okay. So here in D.C., actually, I think it's up and down the East Coast. There's this place called Paisanos. You had them before? Nah, never had them. Okay, so up and down the East Coast, I think they they're they're going up as far as like Boston, but they down here in D.C. all over the place. Paisanos is pretty good. It's the closest thing that reminds me of like a, a Sandusky type pizza, which is more of like a. I didn't realize there was a such thing as a St. Louis style pizza, but apparently it is. They use some kind of special cheese or something, but the crust is thinner, which you say you don't like. But it's a thinner type crust, but it folds really good. It's not like Brooklyn style. Um, but it, it's really good. And uh, this other place called We The Pizza, which is obviously like a, a D.C. law kind of thing. Um, they're good. And they make this butcher block all meat pizza with like these artisan meats, not like high end artisan, but like a nice slice of bacon. Not them little bits that the people be giving you. They always jip you on the bacon at like Papa John's or Pizza Hut. Like, where's the bacon? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. They do. Yeah. So I feel like that's one of the most disgraced toppings on a pizza is bacon. Like, I want to see the bacon. Don't just chop right. it up and throw it on there. Yeah, I mean, I think for the most part, with, with those, they probably be skimping just because of not burning, you know, because it's already cooked. Right. So, uh, question for you. Mm -hmm. Do you like your cheese on top or the toppings on top? Ooh, that's a good question. I think it depends on the crust. It depends on the crust. So like you said, the crust makes or breaks the pizza for you. I think the crust makes or breaks the pizza for me. So if it's Detroit style, I normally like the toppings on top. Mm -hmm. But if it's a thinner crust, I want the cheese on top. That way they're all kind of glued together. Because right. normally like they'll slide off of the crust anyway on those thinner crusts. So I want it to be attached to the cheese. I don't want stuff flying off everywhere. Right. Yeah. That's a good question, though. Yeah, that's what's up. Like, I, I think I could be like either way, depending on the scenario. How are you on like a sauce to crust ratio? How much sauce is too much? <laughs> uh, for me, the sauce, like, I don't like the piece of oozing with sauce. Mm. You know, I want to be able to enjoy the flavor from the crust, the ingredients, the cheese, I think is very important as well. Uh, like over sauce for me is a no, no. Mm. Uh, I think I, if I know, uh, a restaurant is like real heavy on the sauce, I would normally say light sauce. Okay. When's the last time you've made a pizza? <laughs> Scratch from dough and all, or just, uh, we're not going to get that intricate. Just, <clears throat> just in general. Shoot. Probably like a few days ago. Like we make those pretty often you know, work and stuff. So. Yeah. Whenever I make pizza, if once I put the crust down, normally my ratio for the sauce is I want the sauce to cover, but I still want to be able to see through it. It's like you looking through somebody's scalp with thinning hair. Like yeah. that's what I want to see right there. The yeah. And I don't want it all the way on the edge either. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want it on the crust, like right there at the edge. Not nah, leave me a little gap. Yeah, you need a little grip area. Yeah. Nice little clean grip area. A little cuff. 
And uh, I know you're familiar with Hungry Howie's too. Oh yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I, how are you on flavored crust? Oh yeah. I mean, I think they probably the staple when it comes to uh, flavored crust. Probably like the first that I've ever seen. Cause like now, Pizza Hut they they do the flavored crust, but Hungry Howie's been doing them ever since I can remember. Oh yeah. Um, Jets they do it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm fine with it. Normally, I garlic garlic butter, love Parmesan. You know, that's normally what I go to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that butter cheese crust. I used to kill that back in college. Yeah. Hunger, how is it? They was over there where you was at? Yeah, it was one right around the corner from my dorm room when I was in college. Okay. The, the one year. The one year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like sometimes, man, when you move around like, like I have, like – you surprised when you hear people say stuff like where you're from, like Hungry Howie's, because, you know, it's pretty much local. Uh, Little Caesar, I mean, it's it's a local Detroit thing, but you you will see Little Caesars here and there. Little Caesars I think everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more so because of the price point. Of course. I mean, that was every kid's birthday get up. Little Caesar pizza. Every kid had Little Caesars at their little birthday party. So I think for that point, it was uh, it was more marketable for them. Um, but when you just hear like other pizza chains, but well, people say anything about a pizza chain that's local to you, you like, hey, for real, you up on that? You know about them? So it's normally shocking. Well, I know you from the city. I'm from a small city, so. Anything that we have, I know everybody else got, except for like the places that are owned by people we know. So if somebody we know owns it, it wasn't a chain. So like we had, we have great pizza and I attribute it. Somebody made a great point about our city is that we're such a tourist attraction having Cedar Point and Kalahari that we get every little restaurant just because they want them for the summer when people go to those amusement parks. All right. But I'm like, we, I mean, they, I think they're getting a Raising Cane's there this year. I'm like, what do, what do you need a Raising Cane's for in Sandusky? Yeah, Cedar Point was that joint. We used to hit them joints up all the time. I'm like, those local pizza places should be making a killing when Cedar Point and stuff is open. Because Papa John's and all them, if you just want what you're used to, I get it when you travel. Sometimes you just look for the familiar name. Right. But that's one of those things I would promote so hard in those hotels is like, nah, you don't want Papa John's or Pizza Hut. You want Pizza House or you want Pizza Brothers, like something. And they all five minutes away. You know how small the city is anyway. I mean, most of them, like especially hotels are starting to do like the ghost kitchens mm. that have like like some type of pizzeria, but it's actually being done from the hotel's kitchen. So. I mean, the hotel is starting to grasp on that concept, just having ghost kitchens, things of that nature. Let's talk about that for a second, too. So this restaurant that I like over here in Alexandria, it's called Hen's, Hens Quarter. So they're like a, a southern restaurant. I think the, the chef there is from Georgia. But we just went there for this weekend for my birthday. It was I had chicken and waffles. So the waffle was a corn, cheddar and chive waffle. So mm-hmm. fantastic. But the bottom of the restaurant, so it was a two-story restaurant. They just changed it to now it's like a separate chicken sandwich place now. Mm -hmm. So it looks completely different. They painted it different. You actually have to go through it to get to Hen's Quarter upstairs. But, like, it's uh, their menus are kind of merged, but they're marketed differently. 
So it's just marketed more towards being a chicken sandwich place, which is like the new big thing now versus being a sit down Southern restaurant. Right. And I like it. I mean, they, they come out with a different sandwich every month to kind of promote and they just have a couple items on the menu and it's just like you come in and pick it up and leave. You don't sit there and eat it. Right. But I was, that, I mean, that concept is just growing fast. I mean, especially now, you know, where uh, restaurants are losing capacities and, you know, everybody feel a lot safer just having delivery. So the concept, it works. Having a ghost kitchen, coming out the same kitchen, uh, you're not really spending more on labor. Um, you just bring it in. You already got the food there. You just doing a little twist on to have some type of separation and increasing your um, your volume and your revenue. So I mean, it's great concept. Oh yeah. Like like I said, we're we're doing it, so. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's COVID friendly. That's for sure. Like you said, with definitely the, with the restaurants not being able to have full capacity, just like you said, being able to just create something different that people will come and get and you can get that volume right back and you don't have to worry about a lot of the service. Yeah. I think the full capacity is getting ready to turn back up though. Uh, I think I've read, I didn't click the link where it says over here in uh, Baltimore, I think they're getting ready to go full throttle with full capacity with restaurants, gyms and things of that nature. And I think 50% capacity for like sports venue or something like that. Okay. So it's it's coming. It's it's moving like very fast. And I knew once Texas just look, we done with it. We going hundred percent full capacity, no mask. Like all it takes is just one person to do it and then it's like a domino effect. So you got Texas, Florida, Louisiana. So eventually, you know, you're gonna start seeing more states opening up a little bit more than what it used to be mm. yeah we hitting that uh this time last year you know we were going into lockdown so this year a right. little bit more prepared got some vaccines rolling out weather is getting a little warm it's getting that it's that sketchy warm right now it's like 75 right. degrees in the middle of march it'll probably be snowing in two weeks yeah see if you from the midwest and the north you know about this type of weather right <laughs> Hey, you still wearing your skull cap and all? Cause you, hey, look, this joint is tricky out here. Right. For real. <laughs> See a couple people out in shorts. You'd be like, hey, brother, prepare yourself. Hey, yeah, you tripping, tripping. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm waiting. The it was like that. I mean, they tricked me when I moved down to Georgia, right? So I moved down to Georgia, and March first, it snowed. I was like, you got to be kidding me. It was like a setup. It's like, I don't think when I lived in Georgia, I. I don't think I really seen if it was snow, it was a dusting. Any snow in Georgia is <laughs> unnecessary. I when I went down there for Christmas the year before, it was seventy degrees. In December, and then in March it's gonna snow. This is disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, I miss Georgia. My wife don't, but Well, you know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty much in the same boat around here. Right. <laughs> All right. All right, so you got anything else for the people? We've we've talked around pizza. I'm sure there's a lot more to talk about pizza, but people can uh, add their input on the show, on the pages and such. Uh, I mean, like, what what crust do you like? I mean, are you thin, thick? Uh, you know? I'm like a standard guy. I, unless it's Sandusky thin pizza up there, I want it to be more like the Papa John's crust. 
So that's that's about my thickness, you know, about a, about an inch, inch and a half. But I do love Detroit style, though. But I have to have it in moderation, or I'll I'll OD on it. Wonder what their what their franchise fee is for who? Jets. They didn't that. I was about to say a bad word, but they for sure could use one out here. Hmm. Like I mean, I really think that Jets would do real good out here. You know, because there's no market like that over here. There's no competitors. Uh, just your typical chains. Yep. Like just that concept. I mean, we talking about a one piece. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm surprised at how much the this area, the DMV area, is missing certain restaurants. You would think they would have, you know, mostly anything that's east of the Mississippi, at least. Right. So I'm very surprised. No Jets, no Zaxby's, no, no like raising canes in this area. Nothing like that. They, you know, I'm very surprised. Yeah, I mean, you you find more local stuff. Yeah. In this area, than you would back. Like, at least back home, you know, there are several local spots, but for the most part, it's more chain. Mm. Like, everybody back home loves to go out to chain restaurants. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, it's hard to get to a Chick-fil-A around here. Y'all. <laughs> man, these cats. Man, I don't know if it's the whole parking, the the little drive through structure. But, like, they need to do something because they just be having streets all jacked up, for real. You're talking about, like, like single drive through New York or something? No, nah, it's a double, but the way this one is, is like, it's in a busy area. Mm-hmm. Sam's Club, uh, Safeway, it's actually sitting in the same uh, parking lot as Safeway, like, one of them strip malls. Okay. So you have to go in off a main road to turn in and they have a single line that's wrapped two directions trying to go in is dot and then they have a light right there if you come and leaving like the sam's club that's on the other side of the street and trying to cross over to the other shopping plaza like sometimes it's just it's tough to do so like they one thing they got it right like, if you look at them, you'd be like, nah, I ain't going over there. It's just too busy. <laughs> like, they always busy. Of course. Always. Always. Like, the one over there near my job is not, it's busy, but the way the building is structured, like, the the line doesn't be that long because it doesn't, there's nothing intertwining. Like, the one that I'm talking about, like the line wraps around like two times. The people that's leaving, they they actually need the traffic dude to hey stop traffic, <laughs> let this person go. Like it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Un- but, unfortunately, the two closest ones to us, neither one of them have a drive-through. Wow. Neither. I've one. never seen that before. Yeah, one of them's in like a strip mall, and the other okay. one, the other one's in uh in like a strip mall, but it's over in like Crystal City. Neither one of them I can just drive around and pull up to and just be like, all right, I want a, want a sandwich. No, you got to get out and go in and this weird parking over in Crystal City. I'm like, this is terrible. Yeah. I'm surprised that they wouldn't have one that's, I mean, but Chick-fil-A, they, they have that persona like they don't care. It's their way. Of course. They don't care what you think, you know, it's, it works for us. So. Well, you can do that when you ain't public. 
<laughs> right. Well, do we do what we want around here? We closed on Sundays. Deal with it. Right. And that's what that's what the people do. They right back there on Monday morning. I guess. I think that's how they drum up business right there. They be closed on Sunday. People be wanting it on Sunday and they, they be fiending for it on Monday morning. Let me, let me just get a chicken biscuit. Right. Hey, man. I mean, they, they got the world going crazy over chicken sandwiches. Like, everybody's trying to make their sandwich. McDonald's, Popeye's, everybody's making that sandwich. Uh, yeah, I appreciate your silence on that one. <laughs> Every, I'm like, we ain't about to go down this road again. We did it. I'm, I'm not talking last about. Summer. I'm not talking about who's better. We I'm just, did this last summer, my guy. I'm not talking about who's better. I'm just talking but about a chicken. You already know how you can look, man. Twist I'm, words I, I'm telling you right now, I'm not going there. I'm just saying okay. it's a chicken sandwich with pickles on it. That's as everybody's making right now. McDonald's. Uh, I'm surprised Burger King ain't came out with one yet. Chick Fil A, Popeyes, Lee's had one. I'm like, is everybody need a chicken sandwich with pickles on it and nothing else? Popeyes only went through mayonnaise or a sauce on it. But I think they set the chicken sandwich on fire, though. Of course they did. They got celebrities showing it off in the commercials. Yeah, they set it off on fire, though. They the one that had it like just ridiculous jumping. I mean, when you think chicken, who else do you think of? It's showing KFC. <laughs> so Popeye's has the standard. Like I haven't had KFC. I, I did when I when I was in Atlanta. They had the little KFC buffet. So over there near where I was at. But that's like probably the one time since living being being gone from Detroit. All right. So a couple questions before we get out of here. All right. What's a food that you don't eat that everybody else seems to eat? Man, fish and peas. Sounds familiar. Fish and peas. Like, peas, like, I will not eat. Like, I don't care what's it. If it's in something, a soup, mm-mm, won't do it. Dang. Can't like- do it. <laughs> I'm not eating that. Like, for real, real talk. Like, I've done push some stuff. Hey, can you try this? Man, what's that green thing right there? Oh, that's this pea. Hey, try this for her. Try this for him. And then fish, like, you already know the story on the fish. Can't do it. Even though, like, sometimes when I be cooking fish, it smell good. I just be like, I wonder what that tastes like. Because <laughs> you have an allergy, right? Yeah, allergic to fish. Oh, okay. Like, you eat shellfish. But peas... I tell people that I'm allergic to it just so they won't bring it to me. <laughs> you one of them people. <laughs> yeah, I'm allergic. They be like, shut No, you're not. I am. We're going to leave it like that. I'm allergic to peas. Right. Don't bring no peas over here. <laughs> not in no pot pie, not in no soup. Ah, man. I like all that. Yeah. For y'all that didn't catch that, by the way, he is an executive chef, so it's not just you. Don't think it's just you. Chefs be picky, too. I think everyone I've had has some kind of preference. I the, one of my last couple was like, "Yeah, I ain't eating onions." I was like, "Onions?" Yeah, yeah. I've done check the. I listen pretty much like every week. Uh, I might not catch it on the Wednesday. It might be on the Thursday, but I always catch it. And then some of the stuff like onions, like you got a lot of healthy people on your show, man. <laughs> like I think I'm probably like the only unhealthy cat. That you have on the show. I'm like, what? 
Look, man, you don't like. Look, really? It's it's not about not liking. Sometimes it's we're all trying to be better. So it's a lot of family, and we like I said, we have a, a challenge in our family every year. And since you mm-hmm. probably know me, we've been doing this challenge of yeah, eating I, better. I flunk, I fail. Yeah, it's last not, plays for me all the time. But it's not a it's not a competition though. Yeah, it's, for me. <laughs> I need my own. I'm eating that. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. Yeah, we're uh, we're just trying to be better, man. We ain't trying to be better than any particular person. Just trying to be better. So don't be trying to take this stuff personal. Look, yeah. you you yeah, can. I'm I'm happy eating my swine and all that stuff. It's it's okay, man. We don't discourage anybody from eating something that's not challenge friendly. We all have our weak points where we need dessert or pork or whatever it is. Don't feel like we're judging you because we ain't all on it. Trust me. I, yeah, if you have peas on there and fish, hey, yeah, I can do that competition. It, again, it's not or, a look, man. Well, you you know what I'm saying, Marcus. Man, I come from Detroit public schools, man. Give me a, give me a little break, man. You know, sometimes my mind don't be right, my brother. That's a terrible uh, interpretation of Detroit public schools. Hey, it's like that. Terrible. It's like that. Terrible. All right, any, uh, I think I got one more. Oh, what's the last food? What's the last new food you tried? Last new food. I'm going to be honest, man. I don't really try a lot of new foods. I'm a very simple guy. Like, for me, for one, I don't like really cooking outside of work. So when I come home, I'm like, Wendy's right around the corner. I got stocking up. Hey, let me go over there. So I, I'm more of a order out type of guy, you know. So experimenting if it's not at work, I'm not doing it when I'm at home. So the last thing I probably experimented with, um, I did some pearls. Okay. Uh, I think I, I showed you some of the pearls what I was doing. Uh, I won't say it's food, you know, but I used it as a garnish. So I took like some margarita mix and turned them into pearls for a garnish that I was using. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that aspect, you know, just different techniques. I experiment with different techniques a little bit more than than food, if okay. that makes sense. I get it. You're on that level. It's hard to find something, even though we obviously haven't tried everything. Once right. you get in the industry, it's, you know, you, you had most of the stuff in some capacity at some point. Yeah. It's like that question we always get, and it's probably like the worst question. What's the favorite food you like to cook? Oh, my God. Like, I mean, I just seen the post on that the other day. It was like a chef's worst question being asked. Like, we get it all the time. So. Yeah, I'm like, it depends on what day it is. Like, just stop asking me. Right. I mean, between that and what's your specialty? Jeez. Right. Yeah. Same concept. Yeah. So for all y'all, when y'all go out to the restaurant, the chef really get annoyed with those questions because he hear it or she hear it all the time. Mm-hmm. Every single day, someone is asking the same question. What's your favorite food? What you like to cook? All right. I think we're going to wrap it up from there. Appreciate you. Chef Mike coming on the show. Chef. Uh, I appreciate you, brother. Chef boy. Uh, he also owns a fragrance company. If you want to tell the people about Intimate Aromas real quick. 
Ah uh, yes, man. Um, Intimate Aromas is uh, it's my my company. Uh, I pretty much have designer and niche fragrances, uh, and I also have uh, my own fragrance line that I release. Uh, it should be coming out pretty soon. I'm just finishing the formulation on there and the uh, keeping the same uh, feel of the the name of the brand. The first fragrance, it's a unisex fragrance and it's called Cuddle. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Yeah. You wanted to tell them your social medias and website and stuff? Uh, you can find all the uh, fragrance that I have at IntimateAromas.com That's Aromas with the S dot com and uh you can find me on ig facebook at the real intimate aromas all right so thank you everybody who's listened to another show check us out on social media yflf podcast on instagram and twitter check out the website yourfoodlooksfunny.com for all our latest episodes donate to the show while you're on there there's a button i put on there now it makes it really easy it says support us it floats on every page so if you can't find it you weren't looking so don't lie to me don't lie to me. Another good episode. I love having people on here. Get a good laugh out of it. That's what we're here for. We're here to be funny. So, see you guys next week. And, uh, yeah. Have a good week. Roll it out. <laughs>